You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. That what is that? Star Trek. Yeah. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, uh, the show we break down tech news, nerd culture from a black and brown geek perspective. I'm Joe Braswell, joined as always by with by my man Achilles Shine. How you doing, Achilles? I'm doing good, man. Good. You just got on a, off a plane like like ten minutes ago. Yeah. You're like jet to the set. Jet to the set, bro. Actually, uh, oh yeah. Like, you felt like you just parachuted in here. I felt like I did. <laughs> Your bags came in with the bags. I'm, I'm actually a hologram. That's okay, yeah. so you're projecting yeah, right now. Projecting from, right from, now from, from, from far away. Well, we're glad to have you. We're doing a special little. This, we're, we're, this is going to be a quick show. We just decided we would have a little fun, and we talk a lot about technologies, movie movie technologies uh, that have come to life, and we thought it'd be a good idea if we made a, a list of our top. Uh, our top 12, we're going to do top 10, but we got top 12 movies and TV shows yeah, man. And, and books to a certain extent uh, of our, so our favorite things that have actually uh, come to life, real technology. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. I mean, on the show, we, we discuss a, a range of topics, you know what I'm saying? So it's good to have like a, a synthesis of the two, like, you know, our, our popular culture stuff where we geek out on, like our yep. favorite movies and now the technology that we also you know, have, have a, an affinity tour. So just to have the marriage of those two and things that are kind of like landmark events in, in, in film culture, yeah. I think is dope to, to be able to cover it on the show. I'm uh, glad that we're finally talking about movies, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great job. And hello, Alexis, to you. I'm sorry. How are you doing? Oh, no, it's okay. Hi. I'm, I'm, I'm busy over here doing good. my thing. Engineering. Like uh, I do. Good. Yeah. Uh, and I, just yeah. want, I just want to say, this is, the, this is the best idea that I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I thought this was Achilles' idea. Don't, don't ruin it for me. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My <laughs> we're, bad. We're, it's all good, we're man. All a team so, here. I mean, 3D printing is, is a big thing now, so you could 3D print my ideas uh, all day. It's fine. We're, we're, we're all <laughs> a team yeah. here. <laughs> we're a big team. Well, let's start this countdown. So, uh, number 12, we have, uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Now, there's a, I mean, this is not a, this is not an old, it's not an old movie, but this is a movie. Well, there's some technology. All, there's all kinds of technology. This movie um, that Batman uses from his utility belt. He has all kinds of stuff. But one of the things he's he in Dark Knight Rises, he uses the bat, the bat, the bat, which is <laughs> it's 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 a you know four prong sort of like <laughs> jet hovercraft situation that looks like. It could work, but doesn't work, and and we know now that you know the drones is the same technology that drones are using now for sure. with the four, the four, uh, the four propellers. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. it's it's it's, it's like very the, similar. The design, like it looks like it has like a modular design, right? And like just, I mean, I think the in the movie, obviously, it looks super fresh. All his 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 means of transportation look super fresh, but right. this this drone, essentially, this flying aircraft, or whatever, is, is is definitely here. Like we we have drones that can be made into animals. Like we're about to do a project coming up in a couple months where the drone is actually an eagle. Yeah. So what? I mean, no we've way. seen we've seen drones that are butterflies and yep. insects. So. Like the That's sophistication of, of of kind of like drones used for militaristic purposes is on a high level. Like yeah. they can change them to whatever you know animal to, to camouflage into whatever environment they need to do. So Absolutely. I mean, 
it's kind of interesting to see, you know, the bat, as you say, the bat uh, drone. Well, it's cool because, you know, Christopher Nolan's also known for being sort of using his stuff that's sort of grounded in reality right. as a real gritty approach as opposed to uh, the old Joel Schumacher, uh, the first run of Batman movies uh, with even uh, Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher who had, this, had the more fantastic sort of comic booky approach. For sure. That, you know, Nolan used this sort of gritty approach. That that, that Bat cycle was incredible in the yeah. first one. Yep. Uh, with the rotating wheel and the Batmobile we know as a tank, which actually built that. It's and crazy. so this is, this is close. Close, but it's 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 pretty cool. So we thought we yeah. thought we'd include that just to get it started. Um, this is an interesting one. Number eleven. This is this is kind of a, a real life one. So, uh, it, it, you know, the, from Earth to the from Earth to the Moon, uh, the HBO Tom Hanks, uh, Steven Spielberg. There drama. you go. There you go. It's uh, I got it. I got it. Got it. All, <laughs> all my brain. Good um, for you. It's this. This is not a movie because this actually really happened. But this is r- reminiscent of something Jules Verne thought about. Like way back when, in his in, in his in his writings, if, and we want to take it way back to the Jules Verne days because yeah. he actually sort of predicted this technology. Absolutely, man. I mean, the technology is is amazing. When we talk about space travel and landing on Mars or right. going into deep space or figuring out ways to you know populate a planet, like I mean, this is the type of this is the type of uh, thing that we'll we'll need to be able to utilize and have someone envision it you know almost forty something years ago. And now we're beginning to see like more sophisticated versions of it now. Yeah. Um, and as we move forward into 2020, like I think it's really amazing. Like we have these capsules that will be able to carry a 3D printer and carry um, a small a small group of people to be able to populate or explore, you know, a certain place in in, in space. I think it's Absolutely. amazing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, Jules Verne first hit hit the hit on this in 1865. So that's how about a visionary. Yeah. He, he wrote about a projectile that will sort of hurl humans to the moon and. Right. You know what? He called it. Man, that's that's hundred years out. Super calling it. Like hundred years out. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say right now, bro. hundred years from now. Okay, like, you call it to, like that's 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 that's, that's you some know, foresight. Nineteen sixty nine, we're on the moon. He called it eighteen sixty five. I mean, hundred hundred plus four hundred four years. He called it. <laughs> Man. So that's good. Uh, I want to move over to uh, War of the Worlds. What's that? War of the Worlds. You, I, I was like, you don't, I, I don't playing, joke. I'm playing. Don't joke. And you know what? It, I'll, I'll make the point later. But Tom Cruise is on a lot of a lot of this list, man. Tom yeah. Cru- Tom Cruise has a lot to do. Tom Cruise is always sort of uh, at the forefront of, of, of future technology. But Seriously. but you know, World of, World of the Worlds is actually H.G. Wells. We want to talk about the book. Word so word, word. Back, way back to the book. It's and, a really good book. Uh, and that was then, that was your time. Yes. Yeah, so before that, before time. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I read that book in the in the library in my high school. <laughs> What's the library? Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Exactly, uh, and, I, and I listened to the soundtrack at my prom. Oh come on, you two! I can't. Uh, That's funny. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. This is uh, this is interesting. So H. G. Wells first first talked about this and and, and and this, and then there was we're talking about these the tripod. It was it was actually the the, the H. G. Wells wrote about. These aliens that were the three-legged aliens that came and had this sort of ray, this death ray mm-hmm. that death shot ray. out, death ray that shot nice. out, which is the precursor to to probably the laser beam, if you will. It was talked about even even more famously in the in the um, 
in the uh, uh, um, Orson Welles radio drama. Mm. Which, oh, I have a story about that. Which freaked people out at the time. It was played on the radio in 1930-something, three-ish. And people actually thought, this is the days of radio before TV, people actually thought we were being invaded by Mars. It was the first sort of like thing. And people were jumping out of the windows, <laughs> committing suicide. Damn. And he had to come out the end bank. This was just a drama because it was so convincing. I've heard it since. Right. It's still pretty chilling. Yeah. If you listen to it now, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's them, but it's still pretty chilling. And then, of course, uh, it's been made to a couple of movies and cartoons along the way, but more famously, Steven Spielberg and, um, Tom what's Cruise. his name? Tom Cruise did, sure. did the movie a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. So the laser. The laser. It's here. It's here. I mean, I, I think it's, 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 I mean, we often talk about technology and the military and a lot of the technologies that become consumer products obviously start, um, with the military industrial complex being something that's presented there first, originated there first. So this is definitely something that the military is using actively. It's called the active denial system now where they'll use a form of heat to pretty much corral people or keep people contained in a wow. certain area. And so, I mean, we even see like some of uh, some policing where they use like uh sound waves to, mm-hmm. to, to paralyze people or push people back. Like, so, I mean, you're seeing this type of technology that you, that, like many years ago might have been considered alien or foreign or something that we couldn't conceptualize actually being used like in in real in real life situations now. So I think it's uh I think it's I think I mean it's always a flip side of technologies. It could be used for, for helpful things and things that will help solidify and pursue humanity and 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 the flip side of the coin is is the destructive attributes of it you know, so. and i'm and i'm always afraid of that stuff as you right. know what did you say alexa she had a story i did have a story so when i was little um my grandpa actually has the world the world's um radio broadcast on uh vinyl and so as a kind of like a trick but not really he uh he played it one time he's like do you want to hear what happened and you know this time and you know the aliens were actually real and i was like what and so he played it, and I actually thought that that happened, oh, and, wow. I, and I was really scared that they were going to come. And he's like, "If you're not a good girl, mm-hmm. aliens are going to come back, and they're going to take you, and this and this and this." And, this. and you were seventeen. No, <laughs> can you imagine? No, I was wow. like, I think I was like six, oh, wow. seven That's years old. Good. So I didn't know about that until I got older, and then I found the record, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you had this." And he's yeah. like. Oh, I guess you don't remember what I did to you. And I was like, what? He's <laughs> like, don't worry about it. It's fine. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just to read it, the, the active denial system is, is really cra- crazy because it uses not, you know, it uses the actual microwave heat yeah. technologies. Burning so your ass up, up. When you walk up to something, you know, it's, supposed to, it's, very, it's supposed to be non-lethal. Yeah, okay. So it's not, Sizzle your ass to death. <laughs> but it makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm sure it does. I've seen, the, the, does. I, I've seen the, uh, the, uh, the demonstrations of this and people are sitting there and all of a sudden they're just kind of going, <laughs> So I don't know, like, and and people sat there as long as they could and try to like hang on, and they they melt. But it's it's invisible, and it's something that's projected on the back of a on the back of a truck. So it's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool, I think, actually. Also, pretty scary. Not a fan of that either. I want to be active denied, actively denied. It just reminds me of Silicon Valley, um, like the first season where they did like the man heater, and like they were like, no, this is a bad idea. Don't do that. It's like no, like let me demonstrate. And like the whole convention was like, no, 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 no. Like we're not funding that. Like that's not happening. Well, you know, I think it's interesting that you know the war of the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and this is used as a as a weapon. Sure, that's, that's interesting to me. So well, we'll see. Uh, well, the turret. It's been used as a weapon. Oh, it's a weapon. 
Okay. Yeah, it's a weapon. Not a lethal weapon. I'm okay. the one sure. defending yeah. the military. Like, like, I'm, like I was, like I'm mistaken. <laughs> Until someone dies from heat stroke because of it. Yeah. Uh, we went to next up with the Jetsons, which is which is Achilles' time. That's it, right. This, this was a, uh, like a jet, the Jetsons was a, was a TV show in the, in the, in the mid-60s. I like the Jetsons. Very, very popular show in the mid-60s. But on the Jetsons, they had Rosie the Robot. Who mm. was actually she very, was you know, sassy. was very sassy and did all the cleaning. She was a maid. Uh, and the Koreans have now made ro- robot Maru Z. Maru Z. And Maru Z is my, uh, my, my, my dude right there. Sure. Yeah, he's, he, <laughs> Maru Z can do a lot. He's got, he's got fully articulating fingers. He holds yeah. coffee. He dances. He plays cards. Like, Maru Z can do it all. Yeah, my, my Maru Z. We play dominoes all the time. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, God. Yeah, at the crib. We play dominoes. Let me guess. You still beat him because you're the king of dominoes. No one ever beats you in Domino's. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Not even Marvin Z. Watson can't even see me in Domino's. Not even. Not even. No no AI. No artificial intelligence. No supercomputer. Achilles claims to be just just everyone listening out there. YouTube's iTube. iTube. YouTube. iTunes and YouTube. Wow. (laughs) Achilles Shine claims to be the best Domino player ever. I am the LeBron of Domino's. He does not lose ever. I'm not even going to get it. Not going to do that. That's a gauntlet thrown out to anyone out there who wants to challenge. Yes, man yes. online. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Achilles Shine. Uh, hold <laughs> on, let me throw up your, your Twitter. There Please you do, go. Right there here. you go. Okay. So also, well, one thing that's really cool from the Jets, and so they do have the, 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 the vacuum robot, which is real. We have Roomba. So that, that, that actually... Roomba doesn't do yeah. anything. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, load, kinda, I'm, I'm signed out on that, too. I'm signed out on yeah. that, too. Nope. The Jetsons also have flat screen TVs. Man. Well, they yeah. have the, you know, the online ordering where you press the button and the food comes through. I mean, you... you they had you talk on your watch. Yep. You know, or see, see people on video conferencing. They have, they have, they have the, the tanning beds. They had everything. The, the dog treadmill. Flying cars. I mean, the, jet, yeah. the Jets have flying cars right here. Yeah, I know. Well, but the Jets is wrong point. Wrong point. Uh, so number eight, I want to talk to one of my, one of my favorite movies. Yes, yes, yes. Back yes, to yes, the yes. Future, part two. Yeah. Uh, now, back to the future of the technology, we're not talking about time travel. No, we're not talking about a time traveling DeLorean. Hoverboard. But we are talking about. the best movie ever. Yes. Well, there's a bunch of things that happen in, in, in part two. Uh, uh, filmed on Universal back a lot that yeah. that scene, but the hoverboard was the coolest thing, and and uh, you know there is a hover that that, that, that is here that that yeah. is something that finally made it. That is something what? that Are you sure? I have no. I, I thought that, I thought it was it was a misnomer. Hoove, H U V R. Maybe I'm mistaken. Board. Yeah. I do know that the Nikes are here though. The Nikes yes. are they're, here. They're dropping. I'm, they're dropping them actually this year, 2015. Yep. I'm yeah. buying. That's that's the one time I'm actually going to spend a crap ton of money on shoes. You're gonna you're gonna grab those? Yeah. Wow! I'm gonna do it. That's... I will save up every single penny because Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies, and if I can have his shoes, yeah, <laughs> those, those I will wear them. Those shoes are out for Nike. The hoverboard is actually was was, was a prank. Yeah, uh, it was definitely yeah. a prank. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. Tony Hawk was riding sure. it. It was yeah. a. It was a uh, uh, April Fool's prank, but hey. But they yeah. are working on it, though. But the self-tying shoes and the self-tying laces are definitely here. So. Uh, and yeah. this is just a note. Like, I think it's amazing to see. I mean, we, of course, in movies, you see a lot of product placement. Right. And a brand like Nike, you know, in this movie in the 80s. Yeah. And to, to, like, yeah. you know, fast forward. In the 80s, they were just starting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Building yeah. with Jordan. And fast forward now, like, it's one of the top countries in the world. Top top companies in the world. Sure. And to see, to see like, them kind of, like, even making this a product now is, yeah. is really amazing. This movie. This movie was 1980. Well, 85 was the first one. This was 87. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's a long time ago. Yeah. And so, uh, but also there's a lot of things also in this feature that we had the, the, the self drying jacket that he's wearing, yeah. yes. the self adjusting self drying jacket. Where is that at? Uh, his jeans, his <laughs> jeans don't look very futuristic. And no, actually, 
they look very current. Maybe it was a haircut, but like I will say that he, uh, the, uh, the the holographic uh, yeah, billboard, the theater, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It was like Jaws nineteen yeah. or something, which is funny. Jaws, they didn't, we didn't make it to Jaws nineteen. <laughs> Thank whatever. God. But, but uh, the, the the holographic Jaws that came up, uh, the the robotic um, gas station, we didn't yep. quite make it to mm-hmm. that. Yep. So uh, it's, it's 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 interesting, but uh, I love Back to the Future. Yeah, also, man. another one of my favorite movies, Star Wars. Yep, A lot yep, of technology yep. in here. Now it's weird because Star Wars is sort of like you know it's a galaxy far, far away. We don't know if it's the future or the past. It is one of the things George Lucas has d- did in Star Wars, which was which we never saw before, which is very cool. It's this idea of a sort of a, a used future hmm. yeah. you know, before Star Wars in 1977. All the all the all the science fiction movies, it was everything was pristine, the future, the spaceships were clean, of everything was shiny, yeah. Yeah. like. So George Lucas gave this world that was lived in. The Millennium Vulcan, the yeah. Millennium Vulcan was, was all scratched dirty, up, yeah, it dirty, was mangled, like aged. You got a sense yeah. of the things on Tatooine that been yeah. there for a while. You had a sense of this aged future, which of is course. very cool. Um, so I'm saying that to say that we don't know if it's the future or the past. However, uh, in Return of the Jedi, one of my favorite sequences and one of my favorite movies, the hoverbike sequence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that that's something that we all. Well, I mean, I was, I was, I was. I was 12 years old. uh, 12 years old when I saw this movie, which still makes me old, by the way. And I just, I thought it was the coolest sequence I've ever seen in history for about 10 years after that. Uh, So the hoverback's real now. They have this, it's not, not, not quite as sleek. But they have it. I gotta tell I you, man. Ride it, one if, so I, bad. if I seen somebody on that thing, I don't know what I would do. Honestly, that thing looked crazy. It looked like it could go like two hundred miles per hour. Yeah, it looks it, look, it looks amazing though. It does. Like, it, look looks, it looks really dope. So I mean, I don't know. The, the hover bike is is, is real. Uh, we're continuing to all of, into all of my <laughs> all of my favorite movies. Yep, same here. Aliens. Aliens. What, 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 what movie was that? One of my all aliens. <laughs> One of my all time favorite. It, it, aliens is a, aliens is a classic. Okay, James Cameron. Why you're my favorite. <laughs> uh, so you know the exoskeleton. I mean, so you, we we chose aliens. We could also have chosen, um, uh, you know, um, Iron Man. Uh, well, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more importantly, uh, the Matt Damon Elysium. Oh, Elysium. Oh, Elysium. Yeah. And some that other was stuff. pretty cool. But there is a, there is a DARPA exoskeleton that exists. Uh, you know, the idea of Ripley in that, in that suit battling that, that mother alien at the end of that was, again, one of the coolest things still remains. By the way, Aliens, by the way, holds up 100%. I don't know if you, when's the last time anyone has watched Aliens? You watched that, you popped that in today. It holds up. Of course. One hundred percent, absolutely. A lot of practical effects. They don't do. There's not a lot of blue screen screen. Not a yep. lot of CGI. Well, there was no CGI back then, but like the practice because it was done mostly practical effects. It that thing holds up. I mean, I, I think this is just really dope. Like another movie from the '80s, and this type of technology being demonstrated, showing the sophistication of you know, I guess the military again, and the, the prowess of, of, of weaponizing technology. I mean, you got to think like as as a as a humanoid, as, as humans, we we have limitations because of our biological makeup. Yep. There's only certain there's only a certain height that we can jump to, a certain speed we can run to, yep. and so now that you have this design of technology integrated with into your biology, now. You, you can lift things that are that are way or impossible for a regular human to lift. You can travel farther. You can carry more baggage. And like, I mean, it was definitely demonstrated in the movie because she was using it first to like build stuff. Yeah. And then she had to turn it into a weapon to save her her life essentially. Yeah. And so now we're here in 2015, and we're seeing that we'll see that on the battlefield now. Like that's crazy. It was crazy. I love the, I love the way they did it in the movie. It was like she has been relegated to 
uh, just driving a loader, a exactly. loader. Like yeah. you know, I can, I, I can drive a class four loader, and so she's driving the loader around. Then at the end, she can get busy with the loader. Pot locking and everything. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah. uh, that's wow. <laughs> I have no words for you two right it's now. It's all good. Aliens. <laughs> Check it out. Nineteen eighty-eight. Everything is dope. Check it Man. out. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. Another James Cameron classic. Another, you know, this, this, these are my movies, man. So Star Wars and Last Terminators. Terminator, man. Uh, so, uh, augmented reality. So, Terminator, his, you know, we know that the way we saw in, in, in the 1984 version of Terminator, we had this very cool, like, point of view from the Terminator where he had this red screen out of his red eye where he's looking at something and he's able to mm-hmm. sort of scan it, mm-hmm. check it out, see it in real time, sort of heads up display. It was the same thing in Terminator 2 and 3. That's how we know we're looking at the Terminator point of view. Yep. That's essentially augmented reality. For sure. Mm-hmm. That technology now exists for us as we look through our, you know, our screens. Yeah, uh, we, there's, a, there's, a, there's an app on 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 iTunes where you can point your iPhone to the to the constellations, and you see all these different um, viewpoints of the constellations. Although that, there's another app where you point you, where you point the, your iPhone down a road, and you see dinosaurs right. walking. So I mean, yeah. that's crazy to think that that's integrated in, in in terms of in terms of the popular culture. Like you're able to see things that don't exist and. and and it really, it's a, it's a, it's a different form of reality because you're experiencing it and it's rendering emotions and feelings and yeah. Yeah, same thing like it's creating game. memories. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. For same sure. thing with games too. Like if you have, obviously we have the Oculus Rift, but also before that we even had the Vita where you can play games and you can react or play with your surroundings. For right. sure. Yeah. For sure. So I like that. Um, and another thing, which I don't know how this went. So in Terminator 2, as we know, the T-1000, uh, you know, uh, played by Robert Patrick, was uh, shape shifting metal. He was liquid metal. Yeah. So now they're saying there's there's, there's real shape shifting metal. Hey, I wouldn't know. I don't that, know. I'm, I'm, I don't know about that one, man. Shape shifting metal. Like what is that? Like Lola? You know, I'm, I'm calling off to, to producer Lola. I said <laughs> that exists. Yeah, okay. she's like affirmative. Affirmative. Okay. So if she, I, 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 so that that is also incredible because that I mean I'm sure. It doesn't Are you exist. sure it's not augmented reality? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't exist in the way that. Uh, I that mean, the, it's not like in the movie where he makes liquid. Get her a mic. Oh, Lola's on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What's that? One two one two. <laughs> check check check. Man. <laughs> it's a small enough studio. We can make it work. <laughs> uh, no, I got it. So yeah, so we'll, we'll that's that's you know that, that's. that's I, I will say this. I mean, and obviously our top dog will probably will probably highlight this too. But yep. it's it's cool to see. I mean, as filmmakers ourselves, like how you do your investigative research. Yep. How you build your team. How you bring in people that are specialists or sure. have expertise in a certain field, and then you have this conversation to create you know an experience through the, through filmmaking Absolutely. that hasn't even that's not even a reality in, in 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 the times that it was created in i think that's really cool to see that integrated in in the narrative narrative storytelling so i mean as we continue in our top three or four we'll see that 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 brain trust was created to to really build these type of concepts that are long lasting that are like classics you know well, what I'm saying? This, this is the kind of this is the things i like all, all of my favorite filmmakers who's really brought who really sort of changed and challenged our imagination do that thing where they have something that sort of that feels like it's grounded in reality so mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's what i talked about george lucas for sort of introducing the world to the the used future yep. whether it's 
um, James Cameron, who really brought the idea of this like tech and mech and yep. like you know what, what he did in Aliens and what he did in Terminator Two and Terminator One, this, yep. this world of like uh, tech, and even even in the Abyss, like you know, and, and even in uh, Avatar, like everything For sure. he builds, you feel like yeah. is is real, it's and, immersive, and, and feels something like yeah. something. Uh, Spielberg does this as well. We'll talk about that later. But uh, uh, number four. 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is, as we sit in 2015, uh, a movie made in 1968, um, really sort of visualizing what... what, what, what I two- cannot do that, Dave. Yes. <laughs> How? You know, what, what 2001 would look like. Uh, they got a lot wrong. They got a lot uh, right, too. But though. they got a lot right. Uh, I'll, I'll start with... Uh, the, well, I'll, I'll, something that's not on here is uh, how... Is yeah. is Watson pretty close? Yeah. Pretty much, you know. So Hal is like or, Watson. Or, that, that's scary. Or, or Siri. Or Siri, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or what's what's my other chick? Uh, Cortana. Cortana. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm really, Cortana. I'm really, really afraid of that situation. I'm really mm-hmm. afraid when Siri's telling me that you cannot do that, Joe. Yeah. I uh, cannot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the same thing with, like, iRobot and stuff. I mean, even yeah. though it's a physical thing, it's the sure. same stuff where they can put you inside of the, the, the houses and things yeah. like that. And they Absolutely. can lock your doors. Like, bleh. It's all, it's, you know, like, that's all scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But listen, there, there, there's, a, there's a scene where that we have here that he's eating breakfast, and he's checking out the news on this tablet. And it, it's, iPad. it's an yeah. iPad. Yeah. It's Steve Jobs. It's what Steve Jobs like. Really, like he was hit. It that, that looks like an iPad. I mean, that movie. So, I'm sure that tablet. movie influenced influenced him tremendously. People, I'm sure it did. And people were looking at that. I remember 1969, being like, "Whoa!" I mean, because even like what's great about that is the aspect ratio is something that we didn't even have. Like aspect ratio of TVs in 1969 were not only three by four by three, but they were like curved. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about cathode cathode tubes, yeah. curved yeah. tubes before we even got to like an actual the flat design. So right? have a flat design, yeah. and also have that have have the, have the 16 by nine aspect ratio i mean I, I think to a greater a greater point too like we have tablets to, in, in this day and age and it's so integrated into society that we don't even take a second look like i have a tablet sitting right here it's like it's, it's so right. a part of our mm-hmm. dna almost yeah. like yeah. it's like we don't even think like well, you don't have a tablet like what's wrong with you almost apple, it's like yeah apple's really changed the game with that no i yeah. totally agree like bringing back to the space odyssey thing is just like well, when my grandpa you know uh comes in and he sees me with like my laptop and my iPad and my phone all doing things for work. He just sits there and he goes, I had a notepad. Right, yes. I had a pen and a pen, I had a pen and, and paper. paper. Right. Yep. But now you got you can send emails to across, you know, mm-hmm. the It's really the remarkable. Ocean. It's that crazy. Is remarkable. Yeah. It's remarkable. From like a tiny on, little on, device. On multiple multiple levels. Yeah. Uh, and, this, and also just really quickly the uh the phone booth is 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 you know another thing that they had in there which is yeah. basically mm-hmm. FaceTime and Skype which we do yeah. regularly which is featured a lot of futuristic movies the idea of using a wall to communicate. Yeah. Um uh, number three, James Bond in the James Bond series. There's been a lot of gadgets in the James Bond. There's 24 yep. James Bond films. A lot of gadgets across the board. Mm-hmm. But most notably, uh, in 1963, in um, oh, you're right over there, James Bond, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> 1963 from Rush with Love, uh, starring the great George Lazenby. Uh, Lazenby. <laughs> he had a car phone and a pager. I know. Like he had. Like that was the, that was his state of the art car. It was really cool to see like the idea of like I have a phone in my car and I have GPS and he's got like the whole joint. I think it, it looks like it looks like it's real. Absolutely, I think that's what makes the Bond franchise so 
such a legacy franchise in right. terms of, in, in the sense that they've always from day one integrated technology. Yeah. They've always wanted to think and, and push boundaries and think forward. And I mean, again, like I, I feel like I'm, I'm really reiterating the, the military aspect of this, but we see it really enforced in, in, in this franchise, sure. like in terms of like, uh, I think we're going to cover the, uh, the biometric pistol. I mean, I know that's moving into like the, the, the newer version of James Bond where mm-hmm. you can only pull, pull the trigger if it has your, essentially your genetic code attached to the gun and like that that's here like that 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 is real like they're about you know five years away from making that like open to to the public and so just to see like how something how an idea can start in a laboratory maybe be presented in a movie and and now it's accessible to, to millions of people i think right. that's pretty phenomenal i agree mm-hmm. i agree uh so we're running short of time let's let's move on a little bit because there's other stuff like the spinning light license plate and the biometric pistol which just happened in skyfall which was you know, it just happened. But we're getting to the top two, which have a lot, a lot of stuff. But I want to give a couple honorable mentions here, like uh, like uh, Total Recall, the 80s version. Uh, oh, yeah. There's the, you know, in, in Total Recall, he has the 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 screen yes. where this, his mm-hmm. entire room becomes a screen and that that's kind of that that's kind of cool uh, that reminds me of, of some stuff there mm-hmm. um, but anyway I just I thought Total Recall off the top of my head Total Recall has a lot of cool stuff in it yeah. um, well it's the same thing with like Spy Kids too actually like I don't know I mean that that's more of a, a very very Spy good Kids show. Too. But, I mean, no no just Spy Kids in general because uh-huh. uh, since I'm an older sister I have to I usually find like these these movies for my brothers to watch and with Spy Kids it was kind of cool to see like you press a button and a drawer opens and it's yeah. like McDonald's yeah 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 like, and it's hot and it's ready to go yeah. and then there's like little gadgets and things like that like they're trying to find different drawers to um, I don't know if I I can't remember the article but I know that they're trying for people who um, who can't you know who are blind and they're trying to label their their drawers so maybe if they can't physically open it right they, they can just press a button and it'll just open for them for sure. so I think that's cool I mean obviously it's not just for McDonald's and food to come out but no. just you know to help them with their everyday lives like the self-tying shoes and things like absolutely. that absolutely sure. so I thought that was pretty cool that was very cool mm-hmm. um, so moving on uh, the top two Star Trek the Star Trek franchise they have a bunch they really really had it right I mean uh, taking it back to the 60s version, they have the tricorder, mm-hmm. which is, which is, you know, very, which is, um, you know, sort of a precursor to our phones and our iPad. Mm-hmm. They have the pad that mm-hmm. Aurora used, the PADD, which is the mm-hmm. iPad, yep. another I- I- iPad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even getting into the next generation, they had something called the replicator in the 80s TV show, which is essentially a 3D printer. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that they, they had that, they got that right. <laughs> For sure. Um, and they had they had the uh what's the, the device where it, it would scan to see what type of illness you had? Yeah, that's tricorder. Oh, that's tricorder. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, that, that's sure. the one. They had that one. Gotcha. Uh, and then the, then the virtual display device, which is you know, you know the the Borg use, and they use that a lot. Mm-hmm. Next generation. That's Google Glass. Right. So I mean, there's a bunch that Star Trek as a series had right, and the films had right, and the, you know, um, are you? A, I mean, are you a? I mean, are you a Trekker? Um, are you, am the, I are a you Trekkie? A tre- yeah, I was tre- like, whoa, well, no, no, no. Trekker. Trekkie, right Trekkie. That, no, no, I mean, we'll correct you both. They don't call each other trekker, Trekkies anymore. They prefer okay. Trekkers. Okay. Trekkies is like what my mama, what my mama was. Trekkers is what the cool people are. <laughs> so wait, are you saying your mom's not cool? No, my mom, I'm saying my mom is cool. She's a I was about to say, I was Just like. saying, get with the times. All man. right. <laughs> I, I, I had a good one, but I'm, I'm going to keep it. Uh, okay. Tell myself. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, the number one movie. Minority, Minority Report. Report. We talked about it multiple, multiple times. We have? I mean, yes. Go I on. have. <laughs> yeah. We talked about it multiple times. It's kind of the inspiration, one of the inspirations for us doing this because this movie really, really got it right. And it, it did. And, and it will, we've told the story before, but famously, Steven Spielberg decided he's going to get this right. He got 
the top sort of futurist and technology guys and really got a, a, a gigantic think tank of about five or six guys together. Yeah, and not, and not just science science guys. He got all different types of guys, economists, yes. architects. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like it was a very diverse think tank and brain trust. It wasn't just limited to just the sciences. It's he, humanities, he, everything. He literally locked him in a, in a hotel room in Santa Monica mm-hmm. and said, let's work. Let's work. Tell yeah. me what the future is going to be. And they came out with all this stuff and yeah. man, they had it all right. They did. Yep. I mean, everything from heads up display, uh, them walking through and be able to eye scan and identify what brands you are, not mm-hmm. just the technology that can identify your, hey, like, hello, Akili, yeah. but the methodology that we use that, that Facebook and Google yeah. now yeah. use this to per- This stuff. personalized advertising. Yeah. Right. Where based on, you know, ba- based on the data collection that they've been doing on us because of what we've inputted on their platforms are able to, to be, uh, very, uh, specific and, and surgical in terms of what the offering of advertisement is. And right. so that was displayed in the minority report, as you said, when you're walking past the store or or, or a billboard, and it, re- it it recognizes you based on your phenotypical traits, and boom, it offers you what you think what it thinks you might like. Right. That technology is here. We covered the story maybe about a year ago with the I wrote it down. It's a country a company called um, where is it Where is it Oh, where is it I have it right here. Um, Tesco, remember that is yep. is in the UK. Yeah, where you pull up to so, a yeah, you pull, giant supermarket chain yeah, in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Pull up to a gas station. They also have gas stations. You pull up to a gas station and it, and it recommends a pack of cigarettes for you or yep. whatever. You Good to I mean? see so, you again, Akili. Exactly. So face recognition technology software they had. This the big sort of like the you know, the, the the famous you know uh, crews wearing the gloves and sort of going through searching through things that exists. We saw that at CES last year. We're typing in the air. You know this moving around things like that exists now, now too. The air touch uh, stuff. Yes, all yeah, the air touch yeah, stuff. Well, I mean, they really, really, really had it right, and yeah. uh, so I, I still another another great movie. If you have not seen Minority Report, another movie that still holds up, even though a lot of the technology is still used here, the way they shot it and the way they sort of utilize it in that movie, it's very, very cool, very stylized, absolutely uh, mystery, if you absolutely. will. Um, and that's it. That's all we got, man. Uh, we we, we, I mean, we blew yeah. through uh, 11, 11 movies and TV shows for sure. And I, I'll just I'll just say, like, I, I think. I mean, what makes this show really unique is that we cover, you know, both well, tech and and geek culture, and to see like it displayed in, in cinema, I think is awesome. And to do kind of like a, a deep dive or analysis of it, I think it's cool, man. Like it, it makes me want to go back and watch all these movies again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to go yeah. through. I want to go through and check them all out. I do want to give a shout out to uh, for, for once for Lola Adebo, yeah, producer, who put all this together. She always helps us out with the research. This is good. This can apply. Thank you, Lola. Uh, Alexis, where can we find you? You can find me all over the interwebs as ATORES890. You can also find me on YouTube as youtube.com slash PS890. Also, help out my family. We're doing basketball stuff. Um, we've been coaching for a really long time. We're trying to send 40 kids to Miami for their first East Coast tournament. So do VTEliteBasketball.com. Cool. Can you coach Keely? I can. Okay. Cool, cool. Can find, can you? you can find me at, at, at... On the court? We can find me at your convalescent home. No. <laughs> Bringing you flowers. You, <laughs> now you can find me can on I Instagram. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Akili Shine. A-K-I-L-I-S-H. I and E, and where can the folks find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K Braswell. Also on our sister network After Buzz, doing Bates Motel and Blacklist and Mad Men. It's a fantastic time uh, doing this. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. 
producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined.